0: boys and girls. It's so good to see you today. Just in case you haven't been tuning in to Chapel Roswell, or this is the first time you've been to Roswell Chapel Roswell this summer, we're having a throwback series for fun. So we've been throwing it back all the way to the first century. We've thrown it back to the 1700s. We've thrown it back to the 1980s, 1990s. So you just never know with Chapel Roswell's throwback. Today, we are throwing it back to children's stories, and so we are going to have a lot of fun, and we are going to read a children's story together. But in order to read a children's story, I need children. So if you feel like you are a child, I would love for you to come and just sit right here on the rug with me. You can sit Right around here. I know I've I've like planted some seeds with children, so I know you're here. I was like, please come and hang out with me when I ask you to. No, come close. You got to go. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It is fun. I like it too. Aw. Look at this. (laughs) It is so fun. Okay. Now, boys, I want you to be on your best behavior. No, No, they cannot promise me that. I like that. Nice for you to join us. Thank you very much. I know that we have other friends that are still coming and hanging out. Come on down. And if any of our littles have chosen to kind of hang back and wait, you can come at any time. This is no big deal. So, The story that I have for you today is called Stone Soup. Have you ever heard of this story? This is an old story, and it comes in all kinds of versions, and we're going to read this one today, okay? Are you ready? Okay. Story time with Pastor Marion. Here we go. three soldiers trudged down a road in a strange country. And they were on their way home from the war. And besides being so tired, they were hungry. And in fact, they had not eaten for two days. Oh, I'm supposed to show you the pictures. Okay. They had not eaten for two whole days. That's them moving around. Oh, how I would like a good dinner tonight, said the first. Oh, and I would like a bed to sleep in, said the second. But all of it is impossible, the third said. We must march on. And so on they marched, and suddenly, ahead of them, they saw the lights of a village known as Chapel Roswell. So maybe we'll find a bite to eat in there, said the first. And maybe we can find a balcony, a church balcony to sleep in, said the second. There's no harm in asking, said the third. And so now the people of Chapel Roswell, sometimes they were afraid of strangers. I know. And when they heard that three soldiers were coming down the road, the people of Chapel Roswell began to talk among themselves. Go ahead, talk amongst yourselves. Good. Here come three soldiers, and soldiers are always hungry, but we have little enough for ourselves. And so they hurried to hide all of their food. They pushed sacks of barley under the hay in their lofts. And then they lowered buckets of milk down into the wells so no one would see them. And then they spread quilts over the carrot bins. And then they even hid cabbage under their bed. They hung meat in the cellars. They hid everything they had to eat. And then they waited for Sunday morning. The soldiers stopped at the first house of Paul and Francois, and they knocked on the door. "'Good evening to you,' they said. "'Could you spare a bit of food for three hungry soldiers?' "'We have had no food for three days,' said Paul." And Francois made a sad face. It's been such a poor harvest. We're all so hungry. So then the three soldiers went to the house of Albert and Louise. Could you spare a bit of food? And have you even a corner, a small corner, where we could sleep all night? Oh, no, said Albert. We gave All we could spare to the other soldiers that have already visited. And you know what? Our beds are already full, said Louise. At Vincent and Marie's, the answer was the same. It had too been a very poor harvest, and all the grain must be kept for seed. And so it went like this throughout the village, not a person had any food to give away and they all had very very good reasons one family had used the grain for feed and another had a sick father they had to take care of and they all had so many people to feed and so the first soldier the first soldier came out and said good people So, all the people came together. We are very hungry, and we are three soldiers in this very strange place. And we have asked you for food, and you have none. Well, then, there's only one thing to do we must make stone soup. The people just stared stone soup. It doesn't sound very good. This is surely something we need to know. First, we'll need a large pot. Now, where in the world are they going to get a pot? Does anybody know where they're going to? No! No! I mean, it's not like the people of Chapel Roswell just have a big pot somewhere, right? Oh, we have a pot? How did we get a pot? Wow. Well, thank you, Mom. She brought a pot. All right, let's put it right there. The people brought out the largest pot they could find. Well, that's none too large, said the soldiers, but it will do. And now we need water to fill it. Well, thank goodness I just happen to have some water. Thank you very much. So we're going to put our water in there. (laughs) That works. And then we're going to need a fire to heat it up. See, look, they're getting everything. Yeah, that would be bad. I'm not going to pretend to have a fire. No way. It took many, many buckets of water to fill the pot. And a fire was built on the village square. And the pot was set to boil. And now, if you please, we will need four round, smooth stones. Okay. Now, how in the world are we going to find f- four round, smooth stones? What? What? Seriously? How in the world does the Chapel Roswell band have smooth stones right now? Really? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our, our band, the Rolling Stones. Get it? Yeah. Thank you. A little throwback. Thank you. Okay. Back to seriousness. The Chapel Roswell band just happened to have four smooth stones. And so that people's eyes grew round as they put the stones In the pot. Any soup needs salt and pepper and a spoon to stir. Does anybody, anybody in the world of Chapel Roswell have salt or pepper and a spoon to stir? Go get the salt. Go get it. Oh. (laughs) Guys, this is amazing. Oh, get the spoon, look. Chapel Roswell people just happen to carry this stuff. All right, y'all need to come put it in the pot for me. Come on, you stir it. Put it in the pot. Thank you, thank you. The children ran to fetch salt and pepper. Y'all, y'all just did that, so nicely done. Oh, stones like these generally make really good soup. But, oh, if there were carrots, it would be so much better. We need some carrots. Oh, look! Look at that! Children, get the carrots! Thank you! And the book says why I think I have a carrot or two, said Francois. And so they came back with an apron full of carrots from the bin And beneath the red quilt, a good stone soup. It really should have cabbage, said the soldiers as they sliced the carrots into the pot. But there's no use in asking for something we know they don't have. Surely nobody has a whole head of cabbage. Oh, (laughs) look at that. She does. All right, let's put the cabbage in. You did. This is your day to try cabbage. I think I could find a cabbage somewhere, said Marie. And so she ran home and back she came with three cabbages from the cupboard, all from under her bed. Oh, if only we had a bit of beef and a few potatoes, this soup would be good enough for a rich man's table. Who has a potato? Really? Really? We really have a potato around here? I mean, this this is amazing. Look, Mr. Kenny, he has a potato. Oh, guys. This soup looks to be good enough for a rich man's table. And so the people thought that over and they remembered their potatoes and their sides of beef and they ran to fetch everything. A rich man's soup, all from a few stones. It seemed just like magic. Ah," oh, said the people and the soldiers as they stirred in the beef and potatoes. If only we had barley and a cup of milk. This soup would be fit for the king himself. Oh, there we go. How in the world is the production crew? (laughs) So the production crew has barley. This could be bad. Catch it! Ah! (laughs) We almost got Mr. Chad. It just so happened that the production crew had to have that barley, huh? Oh, the people of Chapel Roswell brought out their barley from the loft. And they brought the milk from the wells and the soldiers stirred the barley and the milk into the steaming broth while all of the people stirred. Yeah. And at last, the soup was ready. And all of you should taste this amazing soup, said the soldiers. But first, a table must be set. Look, there just happens to be a table. And there were great tables that were placed in the square. And all around were lighted torches. Such a soup and how amazing it smelled. Truly fit for a king. But the people asked themselves, would it not require bread and roast and cider? And soon the banquet was spread and everyone sat down to eat. And never had there been such an amazing feast. Never had the people of Chapel Roswell had such an amazing soup. And it was so fancy, made from four smooth round stones from the Chapel Roswell band. And they ate and they drank and they danced and they danced and they sang all into the night and all of a sudden they were tired and the three soldiers asked is there not a church balcony where i can sleep let these three such wise and splendid people sleep in a loft absolutely not they must have the best beds in the village and so the first soldier slept in the priest house The second soldier slept in the baker's house. And the third soldier slept in the mayor's house. And in the morning, the whole village gathered in the square to give them an amazing send-off. Many thanks for all that you have taught us, said the people of Chapel Roswell. We shall never go hungry now that we know how to make soup from stones." Oh it's all in the knowing how, said the soldiers, and off they went down the road to the next village. The End. Now what did, yes. What did we learn from our book of the Stone Soup? That everybody has supplies these days. Everyone has supplies these days just randomly in the pews. I mean that's a good lesson. Yeah? Make, stones are that stones are edible. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, parents. Yes? How, stones make soup? How did the stones make the soup? They tricked them. They reminded them of all of the things they did have for the soup, didn't they? I have a story kind of like this one, but it's from another book. It's like a book in a book. And the name of that book is Luke. And that story is a little shorter. And it goes like this. It's on the screens if you want to read it. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him. And he had a sister named Mary who sat at Jesus's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me with all of the work to do? I mean, I'm all by myself, tell her to help me. This isn't fair. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things, but few things are needed. Indeed, only one Mary has chosen the better part, which we will not take away from her. Do you see any similarities between my two stories? No? Kind of. I'll help you. Okay, so like, um, you know how Martha would really the um, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like how the people didn't help the soldiers. Just like Mar- Mary wouldn't help Martha, mm-hmm. the people didn't really want to help the soldiers. That's a really good similarity. So our stone soup book said that there were people walking into a village, and they were strangers. The people didn't really know them. Jesus was walking into a village and the strangers were hungry and somehow they began to be the host and the dinner guest, those soldiers. Jesus did the same thing. Jesus became a dinner guest, but also the host all at the same time. And then Jesus goes over to a door and he knocks at a house and the house is owned by a woman named Martha. And Martha has a sister who happens to be there. And as soon as Martha sees that it's Jesus, what does she do? She tries to prepare like this big meal for him. She runs into the kitchen, she finds a pot, she finds some barley, she finds some cabbage and some potato and some water and some milk and she begins to put it all over a hot flame and begins to make dinner for Jesus. And she gets so excited but so worried about it, she looks around and she gets a little frustrated because where is her sister? Just sitting around at the feet of Jesus. A lot of people know this story and they're like, oh, that story, everybody knows it. It's an easy story because it's all about what we should be doing. It's not quite like that. There's some differences. For the grown up children, there's some nuances in this text. There are nuances about where it's located Is it in Bethany where Martha lives or is it just on the way to Jerusalem? It's a really good question. Luke always wants to know that we're headed to Jerusalem. So he always has the end in mind. And so the story is taking place on the way to the ultimate meal. There's a textual nuance because there are commas that are in the wrong place. Do you ever have a teacher that tells you to work on your commas? It's very important. Your commas are important. And they're important in this story because if you move the commas where they should be, what God is saying is one does not live by bread alone. And that is what the message of Stone Soup and Luke is about. It's not really about the food, is it? No. Have you ever had an argument with a sister or with a brother and you go, that's not fair? That's what this story is about. It's about Martha reacting. It's about Martha's frustration. It's not about what she's doing or what her sister's doing. It's about how she doesn't think it's fair. And that is our message today. It's about hospitality. And anytime you get frustrated with your sister or your brother or your neighbor or your family member or the person um, on the road or the person in the grocery store, You have to remember the sheer act of hospitality. It's not about being anxious. It's not about being frustrated. And it's not about paying attention to what the other person is doing and comparing it to your life. And it's not even about accepting the other person based on your need. It's based on sharing all that we have with God, right? Yeah. So it's not about carrots. It's not about cabbage. It's about all the people of Chapel Roswell being together and sharing what we have in the pews. Isn't that right? And it's also about not hiding from one another and not hiding compassion and not hiding grace and not hiding food and not hiding what we have from God or other people. And that's really the message of Stone Soup. And it's the message of Luke Luke's whole purpose is remember your real role and the role is to extend the hospitality of Jesus Christ through every person you meet without judgment without it being unfair but equally to all people and it all started with how many stones four four round stones And you might can make anything like even spaghetti from stones. Who knows? You can make stone pizza too. Because all you need is what? Everything you have. You just put it in there and you share it with one another. All right, let's have a prayer together. And what we're going to do for our prayer, it's going to be a little different today. I'm going to ask different questions in the prayer. And I want you to feel... Um, bold enough to say it out loud let's pray together gracious and holy lord we are very thankful that we can gather at your feet and so we sit here today and we want to seek out hope and we want to seek out help and so we ask that you show us ways to be responsible and you show us ways to be good in this world And you show us ways not to be fearful of people, but to actually allow the stranger to bring out the best in us. And Lord, here as we are sitting, we wanna offer a moment for you to take who we are and make it better. And so here are the things that we do not wanna hide from you. And we're gonna say them out loud right now. Here's what we're not gonna hide anymore. Lord, here are the things that we feel called to share with someone else this week. And Lord, here are the people that we need to receive differently this week. And Lord, here are the things that we will offer. Lord, there are so many people who are hurting. And there are so many people who need someone to check on them. Over this last year and two years, we communicate so differently and relate to one another so differently. So show us the parts that are good, but connect us in ways that are better. And may we be that listening ear and that compassionate friend for somebody. And Lord, for the many people who are celebrating, be with them. For the birthdays, for the anniversaries, for the trips, for the coming home from camp and from the sending out to camp, we thank you for all of those big moments. And for the many, Lord, who are waiting for treatments and doctor's appointments and just the uncertainty around health, we pray for those concerns as well. And Lord, we always pray for our community and for our leadership so that you can show us ways to be stronger together, even if we disagree. And we ask that you remember the visual of a table. In the middle of this chapel with all of us gathered around it so that every time we sit down for a meal, we stop and we remember the many faces that we worship with and those that we miss. Connect us all throughout this week so that we can remember ultimately your story and open us up so that we may hear you more. Amen. Friends, you've been very nice to sit with me. Thank you very much. I will invite you now. You can go and sit back to whoever you want to go home with. And I would remind everybody, I will ask our Rolling Stones band to come on back. And I would remind us all that there are always things that we can share. And we invite you to share those gifts with Chapel Roswell and Roswell United Methodist Church. And you can do it doing the ways to give, uh, using those ways online and through a text message. And so now I invite you to stand and sing along.